Hey, Sales Lift Nation, it's your host, Tyler Lindley. Today, I have a solo episode where I'm going to be talking about social selling in 2022 and really digging in deep. But first, a reminder, you can find this episode and all the other Sales Lift episodes at thesaleslift.com. That's the, T-H-E, sales, S-A-L-E-S, lift, L-I-F-T, dot com. So feel free to go there for show notes. And if you want to get in touch, if you need help with your sales, feel free to contact us there. Let's dig into social selling in 2022. Social selling, what exactly does that mean? To me, it means that you are being human online and you're using social platforms to sell. And we can't talk about social selling in 2022 without starting to talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is still the predominant B2B professional networking site. If you are a B2B seller, this day and age, you have to be active on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn starts with your profile. Your profile is your opportunity to showcase your background, your skill set, and to tell a story. I think that's what's missing from a lot of profiles that I see is that the LinkedIn profile is simply a resume, but it doesn't speak necessarily to your target audience. And I think that's where LinkedIn profiles can be really effective is when they actually speak to your target audience. So I want you to highlight some of the specific problems that you help your target audience solve. Highlight some of the things that your company is doing, some initiatives and strategies that you're doing to help your target audience. It should be speaking to that target audience. First thing you probably have to have your target audience in mind, who is that person? What's your ICP, your ideal customer profile and your buyer personas? And then does your profile speak to those individuals? So that when someone lands on your LinkedIn profile, they think, wow, this person person really gets me. And man, he's really talking about some things here. She's talking about some things that might help me out. Maybe I need to dig in deeper. You want to make sure your profile is speaking to your target audience. Also in LinkedIn, there's obviously posting where you can be creating content, photos, videos, text posts, polls, <laughs> which I'm sure some of you have a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn polls because you see so many of them. But those posts are important, especially for sales reps. What I see a lot of sales reps do is simply just repost whatever their company has posted. The marketing team has put something out on the company page and it's simply a copy paste or just a reshare of that company material. I think that can be effective. It's good to have your company's message out there on your profile so you have some activity. However, I like when sales leaders give their own spin on that content. Add a little bit of context about why that material resonated with you or Create your own organic content. Don't even use the marketing content that your marketing team created. Create your own. Become your own marketing team, your own marketing engine. You're the one having conversations with prospects all the time. You're the one that listens to all these gong recordings of calls. You understand what problems and pain points your product or service helps your prospects do. Talk about those things. Start conversations around those areas, and you'll be surprised if you're connecting with people in your target audience, your potential buyers, your prospects. That can be effective content on LinkedIn, but it starts with publishing. You have to have the confidence to actually write some of those things and post them and know that it's going to take some time to probably get some traction. But it starts with just having the confidence to post, just like you have the confidence to click send, click dial on a cold call. Same thing on clicking post and publish on a LinkedIn post. It's easy to do that when you're just reposting marketing material, a lot harder when it's your own post. So the more you do it, the better you get. I've been posting on LinkedIn for a while now. And initially I was terrified. 
Just like my first cold call I ever made in sales. I was terrified. If you do it all the time, it becomes a routine. It becomes easier and easier and your content gets better and better because you figure out, wow, what resonates? What doesn't? What length? Should I include video? Should I include pictures, emojis? What should I include in there? You'll find what works best for you, but posting often is helpful. One effective strategy that I see is hashtags. Samantha McKenna, who is a sales influencer, sales expert on LinkedIn, and Carl Ferreira do this really well. Samantha McKenna uses hashtag Sam sales, and she puts that on all of her content. And she said, hey, anybody wants to learn about me, just go search hashtag Sam sales, and then all of her content would show up. I love that idea. Carl Ferreira starts his with hashtag sales fam, starts his LinkedIn post that way. It puts me in the right mindset. Of, oh, I'm about to learn something cool from Carl or from Sam. Think about a hashtag that might help to tie all of your content together and borrow from Sam and Carl on creating something where you can organize all of that content, make it easy for someone, a prospect to look up or whoever in your life, a potential job employer, a podcast host, whoever's looking you up on LinkedIn, make it easy for them to find you and organize your content with maybe a hashtag. So another important part of LinkedIn is listening. Obviously, we all listen on LinkedIn. You need to follow your prospects, follow the influencers in your space, use Sales Navigator and all the social listening tools on LinkedIn to make sure that you're listening to the conversations that are happening. And that starts also with connecting with those people. So you need to try to connect with your prospects to make it easier to message with them on LinkedIn, obviously, and share things with them. But make sure you're connecting with those folks. Make sure you're following them. Make sure you're watching what they post, what people in the industry are posting, whether that's personal stuff, B2B. If they're listening to podcasts, they're posting polls. Like you want to be involved in the industry where your prospects live. And especially when it comes to LinkedIn, you wanna know who's talking there, what conversations are they having, how can you add to the discussion? Because one thing we talked about posting earlier, it's not just posting. You can also comment. You can also like, you can also reshare others' posts of your prospects, of your colleagues, of industry influencers. So make sure that you are also adding to the discourse. And it's not just simply, oh, I've got to post something. Oh, what do I post? Just go and get involved in a conversation that already exists. That's one thing with LinkedIn. That's a great way to get started, especially if you're nervous about posting and hitting publish. Just start by adding to the discussion. Go in and add something and not just wow or just a like. Go in and add your two cents. Add how you actually feel based on your experience. You know about your industry. You know about your buyers. You know about the space. Go and tell others. Go and get involved in those discussions and that discourse because there are a lot of discussions happening and there's a lot of sales reps sitting around lurking versus getting involved in those conversations. So remember on LinkedIn, have your profile geared towards your target audience. Make sure that you're posting content or at least putting your own context behind company content that you're reposting. Consider using a hashtag, hashtag something related to you or your industry. Also make sure you're listening and following those folks and then make sure you're getting involved in the discussion by commenting on other already existing conversations. So LinkedIn, obviously a key strategy. Another key piece to social selling in 2022 is video prospecting. Video is obviously very important. I'm sure some of you have heard of TikTok, which is now, I think, the most popular website in the world, more popular than YouTube, which is crazy how astronomical and quick that growth curve has happened with TikTok and how many users they have. So TikTok, to me is being highly underutilized from a B2B perspective. I've gotten on TikTok recently, and what I love about TikTok is that it's easy to create video content on TikTok. And here's the thing, you can post it on TikTok or you can repurpose that content for other social platforms. So what I'll end up doing is I'll create TikTok content, post it there, and then also repurpose it 
on Twitter, repurpose it on Instagram Reels, repurpose it YouTube, repurpose it on LinkedIn. So you can create once on TikTok, one video, and repurpose the heck out of that material because it's just so dang easy to create on TikTok. And honestly, the TikTok video style where you've got text boxes, you've got music, it's snappy, it's punchy, it's educational or it's funny. I like to think that that is how people are now consuming videos. Very short, typically, can be as little as a couple seconds all the way up to 15 seconds, maybe 30 seconds a minute if you're doing a longer explainer type video. But TikTok to me is just such an easy way to create content. It gives you an idea about what type of content people are looking at. And believe me, your prospects are on TikTok. You may not think that they are, but your prospects are on TikTok, especially some of the younger generations. And so it's good to start getting into that vein of how can I create content like this? And video to me is the most personal human way to get in front of your prospect. Whether that's creating a one-to-many video, like a TikTok style video that you might repurpose on those social tools, or whether you create that TikTok video, don't share it, and you just send it to one individual, one prospect in mind. Can you imagine if a prospect got a TikTok style video that was personalized to them? Can you imagine that? I've seen some others do this online and I think it's a very extremely effective strategy. I can't remember who does it. It's not the Zoom Info. It's one of the data aggregation tools. They do a really good job of creating these highly personalized videos and just making it feel like a story and they're personalized to the prospect. You can do the same thing. You can create a TikTok video that's personalized to your prospect. One guy on TikTok, Max Cohen, a former colleague of mine at HubSpot, he is a HubSpot sales engineer now. He's posting HubSpot-related TikTok content every day of the week. And it's really highly engaging because he knows how to make the TikTok-style content. But everything has a HubSpot lens. So he's doing a great job of telling the HubSpot story, but using TikTok and that creative video style. So definitely follow Max Cohen, who's doing a great job of doing some B2B-style TikTok professional videos that are more business-oriented, HubSpot-oriented, but he's doing it in a fun, creative way. To me, TikTok should be edutaining edutainment. You can educate, but you have to also entertain. If you can find that mix of both, that's, I think, where the magic happens. Also, like I mentioned earlier, repurposing the content is really, really simple. You get these videos, you can add captions to these videos, you can add in the text boxes, and it just makes it really easy to use. So definitely don't sleep on TikTok. It is not just for young kids. A lot of folks are using it. I think that it's an effective strategy and that everyone needs to be considering how they're using TikTok. In addition to TikTok and creating those style videos, there's also Vidyard, Loom, CloudApp, Dub, Monjuro. These are all video prospecting tools. I am a huge fan of video prospecting. I'm a huge fan of you getting your face into that email. Even if it's just the thumbnail that's embedded in the email, I am a huge fan of that style of content, and I think that it's highly underutilized. So the more that you create video content, the more you get comfortable creating those 20, 30, 60 second videos, the better your video will be to your prospect. Click publish, create a TikTok video. Even if you don't publish it on there, it'll make your vidyards better. It'll make your Loom videos better. You want your videos to be edutaining, edutainment, educating and entertaining. Showcase your personality. There is no other place like video and video prospecting for B2B sellers to showcase their personality this day and age. 
It is the way to cut through the noise. It is the way to show them a little bit about who you are. My podcast is a great example. I do this podcast via audio and video because I want to have some video elements that I can reshare on social platforms that might be just as engaging. That little 30 second clip might be just as engaging as this as a long form audio podcast. Think about all the different ways that you can use video. The more you click publish, the more videos you create, the better you're gonna get no matter which platform you're using. Whether you're dropping it in an email, whether you're posting it on LinkedIn, whether you're actually just creating a personalized TikTok video for a prospect, you need to be using video this day and age and it's a big part of social selling. Let's talk a little bit about podcasting. Podcasting is such an important medium this day and age, and it's such a tool to figure out what conversations are happening in your space. So I want you to think about what podcasts do your prospects listen to? Are there industry-related podcasts that are happening right now? And if so, are you listening to them? Who are the guests on those podcasts? What are the topics? Who are the sponsors? What are the conversations? You need to be listening to those podcasts. And you need to be trying to get involved in those podcasts. Now, getting involved can mean creating your own. You could create your own podcast. I think all B2B sellers could have probably success creating a podcast, talking to their prospects, bringing them on as guests, bringing on industry experts, just starting more discourse around topics that your prospects might find interesting. You can also join someone else's podcast. There's already existing podcasts, you can try to go be a guest on those podcasts. Think about some topics that you really know a lot about in the space, and then you can go and guess and talk about those on someone else's podcast. At a minimum, you should just be listening because we as B2B sellers can use that information as we nurture our prospects. We can use all of those conversations, those quotes, create a little quote card, give it to one of your prospects, create a little clip of 30 seconds, something that you think they might find valuable from a podcast, send it to them. Even better if that's your own podcast or that's featuring you, because now you're positioning yourself as an expert in the space and someone they can listen to and likely learn from. Remember edutainment. So think about how can you get on some of those podcasts or should you be creating your own? So at a minimum with podcasting, make sure you're listening to the ones that are happening in your space and make sure you're pulling from that wealth of conversations and information. Make sure you're pulling out necessary things to move deals forward, to educate your prospects on things going on in your space, on the problems you help them solve. And then consider joining someone else's show or starting your own podcast so that you can showcase some of your thought leadership in your industry. So podcasting to me, very important part of social selling in 2022. Next up, I wanna chat a little bit about Twitter. Those are the two main platforms that I'm on. LinkedIn is the main one, and then Twitter. To me, Twitter is a little bit less noisy than LinkedIn. LinkedIn, there's a lot of people, especially when you've got a popular post or someone that has a ton of followers, the comments in a LinkedIn message get really busy really quick. So it's hard for you to actually stand out and hard for you to actually build relationships with folks because there's just so much noise on LinkedIn. On Twitter, there's also noise, but for me, it feels like it's catered a little bit more towards me and there's less people that are active on Twitter, actively joining in on discussions. So I think that people just posting on Twitter naturally tend to be a little bit more off the cuff. I think it's a little bit more personal. I see a lot of people repurposing their Twitter content for LinkedIn. However, those some of those conversations stay on Twitter. And a lot of it is driven by that discussion and by that discourse. You'll find that Twitter's a little bit more text heavy. There's not as much video. There's no polls. <laughs> a lot of it is text-based. Twitter's a place where I go for news. It's a place I go to learn. And then it's a place to get involved in conversations. If you find that some of your prospects are heavy on Twitter, they love Twitter. Those that love Twitter are into Twitter. 
and they have conversations there. So find out where your prospects hang out. Maybe it's on Twitter, maybe it's somewhere else, but Twitter to me is just a little bit less noisy. If you find a prospect that is active on there, you can get involved in that conversation and maybe it's a little bit easier to stand out than on other platforms that are a little bit more noisy. So Twitter, I think is an interesting platform, but any of these others could be as well. Your prospects hang out in Twitter, Facebook groups, right? It could be Instagram, it could be on TikTok, whatever social platform they're hanging out on, that's where you should be hanging out on. But to me, Twitter, is an interesting one that I've found some success having starting some conversations with some people that I want to talk to. The last thing I want to talk about today for social selling in 2022 is private social groups. So there are a lot of private social groups that all have a Slack group usually attached to them or some type of Discord or Facebook group element attached. But some ones that I'm involved with from a B2B selling standpoint are Pavilion, Rev Genius audience and income with Justin Welsh. A lot of these groups have Slack groups, they have webinars, they have educational content courses that you can get involved with, cohort-based online courses. A lot of them have Slack groups and they're talking about all kinds of stuff in there. So for me, private social groups are a place to learn. As B2B sellers, we need to always be learning and honing our craft. So you can go in there and learn. You can go in there, they're talking about a lot of topics there. They might be talking about a topic related to what you sell. They talk about some tech stack, some sales tech stack that they're using. They talk about MarTech. They talk about CRM tools. There's conversation about sales process and sales development and sales leadership, sales management. So whether you go in there to learn or maybe if you're involved in actually selling product or service that's inside of one of these spaces, go in there and add to the conversation, add to the discourse of what's happening in there. To me, private social groups are great for number one, learning, two, networking, meeting people either in your space or people that you can learn from in sales. And number three, there's opportunity in there. People are actively asking questions. I need help. I'm looking for this. I need someone that can do this. And whether you're on there or you have your friends on there, whoever's on there listening to those conversations, you need to get involved and try to find some of those opportunities. I think a lot of people are posting in those private social groups, not necessarily posting that publicly. They don't post that on a public forum, public social media, LinkedIn or anything but they might post it in a private social group where there's a more limited number of people and people that are typically experienced in that area. So don't sleep on getting involved in some of those private social groups. They're great for networking. They're great for education. They're great for just having conversations and meeting people. I've met some great friends through some of those private social groups that become more than just people that I learned from. They become friends. It's a great way to meet people because everybody in those groups has something in common with you, likely selling, but there might be some private social groups related to something to your industry. So it could be also an opportunity to meet more prospects as well. That is another arena that I think is really important for social selling in 2022. So to recap, here are the important themes that we touched on for social selling in 2022. LinkedIn is still important and it's still where you need to devote a ton of energy. So making your profile great, posting, using hashtags, listening on there, getting involved in conversations, video prospecting is the second thing we talked about, whether you're on TikTok or not, creating video TikTok style video content on whatever video platform you're using for, getting that content in front of prospects helps really cut through the noise. Third bucket, podcasting. Podcasts are blowing up. They're really popular. They're gonna remain popular. We're getting into the long tail of podcasting. We're gonna have these niche topics. Definitely podcasting is somewhere you should be involved, thinking about getting involved in someone else's podcast, starting your own, or at least listening on podcasts, or listening to what your prospects listen to. Twitter was the other one. Great conversations happening there. And finally, private social groups. So those are the five key themes that we touched on today. I would say get involved in all of those things because your prospects are also involved in those areas. And to me, that's what social selling is. Social selling is us getting involved 
in public conversations where our prospects are also involved. And if we can go in there and show value, we can go in there and show some expertise, we can go in there and edutain, educate and entertain, we can get in front of our prospects and we can start conversations with them. And at the end of the day, that's all social selling is. Social selling is us listening and getting involved in conversations that are taking place online so that we can hopefully interact with more of the people that we can help with our product or service. So don't sleep on social social selling. Make sure that you're doing these things. I really, really appreciate you joining the Sales Lift podcast again today. And remember to check out the Sales Lift, the saleslift.com, T-H-E-S-A-L-E-S-L-I-F-T.com for all the show notes. And if you need to get in touch, if I can help you with social selling at all in 2022, please let me know. Otherwise, I'll catch y'all next week. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. You can find all the links discussed and the show notes at thesaleslift.com. That's the, T-H-E, sales, S-A-L-E-S, lift, L-I-F-T, dot com. Have questions for me? Email me at tyler at thesaleslift.com. We look forward to seeing you back here next week. And we hope today's show brings you the sales lift your business needs. Remember, ideas plus action equals results. You've got new ideas, now it's time to take action and the results will follow. See you next time.